is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hey Ash. Hey Mel. Hi listeners. Welcome back for another week. Jeans and a Nice Top. Dating podcast. We're always here. We are back. We're always here. Um, We, things are looking up. Things are looking up, guys. I said I'm looking about lockdown this episode and I won't because we're, what, like a week and a bit away from reopening in Sydney. Um, Melbourne, I think, is close, but you guys have had that awful spike. Um, which the sucks. old AFL grand final party. Oh, the worst. You know what is the worst thing if, with lockdown is when you do the right thing and, like, you sacrifice something like that, like you sacrifice having a party for mm-hmm. AFL, which is obviously something that a lot of people, like, fucking love to do, and then all these yep. people don't and then they ruin it for the rest of us. It's the worst. It's That's like, kind of the spirit of lockdown, though, isn't it? Really, just is. others ruining it for others. Yeah, it's like no worries. My mental health is in the crapper because I'm doing the right thing. But by all means, but go off, sure. go have a giant party and lick each other's faces and pass COVID around like beautiful. You know, play King's Cup in in <laughs> lockdown. Do it. But yeah, I hate it. Um. But it's nice that we are looking forward to potentially like summer that's going to be reopened. Um, I've got a holiday booked. Um, it is Tom and my first proper holiday together. Beautiful. So that's going to be interesting. Beautiful. And we're stuck in a where car. So we're, <laughs> we're going okay. on a massive road trip in a motorhome uh, around New South Wales because that's the only place we're allowed to go. And it's, I'm so excited. It's such an ash trip. You're going to be so jealous. We're going like way back out near White Cliffs, but we're going to go like way up to Taboobara, which is up Mm -hmm. at um, the corner of New South Wales and then down Broken Hill and stuff. So very outback. Tom hasn't seen Red Dirt, so that will be fun. Be like it's re- it really hits different. Yeah, yeah, it (laughs) It hits different. You love I love that Red Dirt. I know, and um. Yeah, so it's it's going to be a good time, and then Ash and I are tentatively planning a Mount Isa trip next year. So if Anastasia ever lets us yes, in, yes, yes. What about you? Have you got any travelly plans? I haven't even asked you before. No, I don't. I'm just yeah. in that mindset of like because I remember last lockdown, cancelling stuff is a nightmare. I mm-hmm. hate cancelling stuff, so I'm just going to wait until everything is a little bit more assured and then i'll book something but yeah, yeah in desperate need for a holiday there hasn't been a lot to uh look forward to yes agreed i feel like um there's just this like mass rush to airbnbs which is such a vibe i can't wait till my whole feed is just people like on holidays instead of all of us just like posting our sort of sad breakfast provador order <laughs> yeah, fully. oh my god <laughs> like so oh my god anniversary order. dinner oh my god birthday dinner i'm like you can't be dressing up albertos and calling it fun at home <laughs> you're still at home <laughs> i have such an issue with the home fancy meals because i just don't feel like they feel fancy there's nothing about them that feels fancy or tastes like it is in the restaurant i can't make you know, fucking rock pool tastes like rock pool at home. I can't do it. I need nah. who's that? Neil Perry? Neil? You, you need Neil. I you need Neil. I don't know if Neil you Perry Neil. owns rock pool. I need Neil to physically cook my steak and my prawns in his kitchen. How you like them? That's yeah. what. If someone wants to pimp Neil out on Provador personally 
to come to your house and COVID safe cook you a steak, then I'm interested. But otherwise. But I've, I mean, it's also dining out so experiential, isn't it? It's yeah. all about the before, the after, the drink. There's so many elements that go into eating a meal that are not the meal itself. Yeah. That's and why you can't, I was. A Spotify playlist is not going to cut it. Like, it's so many things to it. No. No. But yes, I'm very tired of home and cooking and drinking on my balcony, even though I'm very grateful to have a balcony to drink on. It's just like, Mm. I want to go to a fucking pub and have a beer from a pulley, whatever it is. And I want to sit there and I want like people yelling and someone to spill a drink on my really nice vintage coat. Like, I just want all of that. That's what I want. You know, it's a small wish, but hopefully something that will come to fruition in the yeah, next so week it's looking, or two. Yeah, it's looking good. Um, I have been seeing a lot of people on my Instagram doing walking and picnic dates. I feel like the picnic aspect has really, like, ramped it up a notch, um, which is great. And I'm almost a little bit jealous that I've missed this sort of outdoorsy, wholesome dating um, time because I feel like when I go out for a walk, I feel great. Uh, when I go to a nice park I feel great and so I feel like I'd be like ex- exuding really good vibes on a date in that scenario I almost feel well, there's like a lot of it should keep going there's a vitamin n happening you got some of that nature you got a few endorphins <laughs> like there's there's a lot of chemicals rushing through the body those feel good serotonin yeah. hormones everywhere so from the trees and the movement it. and the sun I really want to hear about people been... going on nature dates yeah. yeah tell us I was just gonna say that if you've been going on any dates Park dates, walking dates, bushwalk dates, swim dates. Let us know. I used to love a swim date. No, see, swim really dates disarming. I can never get around. It's too much nudity for me early on. I'm like, I, I don't want to see my eczema date. on my stomach yet, you know. <laughs> That's for later. <laughs> That's for later. I don't want you to see that weird hair growing out of my, the mole on my back yet. It's just like yeah, little secrets. I, I, I mean, I guess at the time I was living in Bondi and living a block back from the beach, so it just made sense to like go there, just yeah. meet them, just meet a procession of men at the sea. <laughs> You're twelve to one. Uh, you yeah. need to leave now. My next client is called Client God. My next bumble date's on his way. (laughs) (laughs) My next bumble date is on the promenade, babes. He's on his way. I can can see see him. him. You need to leave. (laughs) Ta-ta. But anyway, so we thought we'd just move away from lockdown date talking since it's starting to go, thank fuck, um, Mm -hmm. and talk a bit more about general dating, um, a topic that is dear to my heart, Ash, dear to my heart, which is age gaps. Um, on both ends, I feel. Um, and I was thinking about this because, so obviously Tom is 10 years younger than me. So he's 20, he's now 26. He's getting older. (laughs) Do you love that he's 26 now? (laughs) No, I actually feel like 26 sounds younger than 25. You know, there's certain ages that sound more like alarming than others. Like 35 for me sounds alarming, but 34 sounded chill. And I feel like 36 doesn't scare me but 37 will, you know, like there's weird ages that you just get in your head. You're like, that sounds old or like, that's fine. You know, I feel like 25 yeah. seemed fine. And now 26 seems super young, probably because it's just, he's only just starting to creep towards 30. So I'm like, hurry up. He's on, the, he's on his way. <laughs> he's on his way. Um, but yeah, that was, um, that was a very, that was a very big age gap for me. That's my biggest age gap I've ever dated. But I was thinking about it, Ash, and I just remember 
there was this period of my life where I was so fixated on age gaps and I was like, the guy needed to be at least a few years older than me. And they definitely could not be younger than me. Like I was absolutely adamant like about that. So it was almost like to the point where some people are like adamant about height in that way where they're like, I will not date someone shorter, which I think is, you know, a a not good boundary to have. Just like I think age gaps are not good boundaries to have within reason. Like I was just fixated on it and it was so strange. And then just – I feel like lately it's not as much of a thing. Well, I mean, that just depends as well where how you reframe it, right? Because if you have all these things in your head, even before you've even gone into a date or even considered going into a date with someone younger, like what about when I want to have a baby or what if they're not mature enough? What about fine? Like there's a million different reasons why you would decide not to date someone younger or older than you. A million different reasons. But you need to work out the relevance of those reasons and if they're actually relevant or if it's just your mind getting away on you. Totally. And I think like for me back then, it was definitely some weird hard boundary that I'd created for no particular reason. Uh, And I also think there's misconceptions about age. Like I think the biggest thing with Tom, which obviously I've talked about incrementally through this podcast, but to like talk about it within one little block, like we – I went out with him just for lols, really, because I was like, you're way too young for me. There's no way this guy's going to be keen to be serious. There's no way we're going to, like, it's going to be a fun fuck. That was, like, my my mind space was in, this is going to be a really fun hookup with a younger guy and I'll feel great because I'm fucking old and I'll feel like a hot bitch because this younger guy wants to have sex with me, right? And went out on the date and I wouldn't even say on the first date I was necessarily like shocked at his maturity, but he, it was just a really good date. And I was like, okay, I'll go out with him again and I'll go out with him again. And then, you know, over the series of like our first few dates, I was like, I really like this guy. Like I like him as a person. There's nothing about him that says red flag to me in terms of, oh, you seem immature or you seem too young or whatever. So then obviously just kept going. Uh, and we got to the point where I then had to go, okay, this has turned from like a fun hookup person to like, he seems like he's getting pretty serious. I could get serious, but I haven't let myself yet. And the reason I hadn't really let myself is because I'm 35. So I'm, I'm still in this undecided period about kids, but if I want kids, the next few years are like the critical years really for having them. Like I think I've pushed it to the point where I'm like, you got a handful of years to your left, Mel, and if you want them, you're really going to have to make that call soon. Hustle. Hustle. So I was like, this guy's surely not going to want children. He's 25. I did not want kids at 25. I am. I feel like I don't – I can't think of a man I had met. I could not think of a man I had met who was – under 30 who was keen for kids. So I had to have this really intense convo with him where I was just sort of like, look, and it kind of came up because he was like wanted to go exclusive or like wanted, you know, some sort of more like parameters around the relationship to be serious. And I was like, well, the thing is like, do you want kids in the next few years? Because that's kind of the factor here. I really didn't think this was serious. Um, I really like you, but I'm also like in a completely different life stage to you. And I just assumed all of that of him. Like I just assumed no 25-year-old guy is going to be ready for kids in the next few years, not not one. And no 25-year-old guy wants to get serious. They just want to fuck around and have fun, right? 
And he was like, why are you assuming that I don't want that? And that really shocked me because I was sort of like, oh, well, I don't know, because you're 25. And he's like, so? Like, you don't know my life and you don't know what I like, where I feel ready for what, you know? Um, And so I think that that to me was a massive eye opener and made me rethink all the stuff about dating that I had just assumed in that sense of, oh, man, like my my age parameter thing before I met Tom. And the only reason I lowered it was because I was trying to find Paul Mescal, as anyone who listens to this podcast knows. (laughs) It was like, I think it was like 29 to 45 because in my head I thought, okay, Still, I don't mind dating younger, but needs to be old enough to be ready for settling down. And they were my, that was my age gap that I thought this is the period where men could possibly be ready to settle down. And when you think about it, that's crazy, right? That we just go, bam, that's the age cutoff. You, no one under 29 could possibly be ready for kids, you know? Totally, because I've dated people who were very much older than me, like 15 years older than me, and they weren't ready to settle down. They didn't think about kids or a girlfriend or anything. So it's almost like you're kind of just guessing really and just basing everything off these societal norms that you have just had drummed into you year after year as you get older. Yeah, But they're all a fallacy. Well, they are. And I also think, like, how many older guys have you met that aren't ready? Like you said, like, I have just met so many guys that I've dated who, like, you know, stereotypically are in the years where they should want children in this social construct that we've created. And, again, it's not on them to want kids at that age. It's totally fine that they don't. But we are just conditioned to believe that men in their 30s, men in their 40s are a safer bet to start dating because they will want kids. But I actually think that it really puts limitations on the people that you're meeting. Um, And I get that we need a limit. Like you need to have a limit. You need to have an age where you're like, I could not get my head around. Like I could not get my head around dating an 18-year-old, you know? I can't. You just came out of school. You literally probably still have your school uniform in your wardrobe. But I think if I'd met a 25-year-old at the club or the pub or something, it wouldn't have phased me. But for some reason on apps, it was like, no, hard line, no, nothing younger than 29. It was just a very strange thing I really hadn't thought about. Like I just had, I guess I hadn't looked at that age and got age, you know, bracket that I had selected and gone like critically thought about it. Like, why am I making it this age bracket? And then the thing is, is we get the shits when we're like in our late twenties or early thirties or whatever age you are, when people cut you out of their age bracket, because they've assumed something of you. Like, like I'm 35, but I'm pretty young 35. Like I'm like, you know, like I would really get annoyed if a guy said to me, Oh, I don't date women over 30 who was like 28, you know? Because you're like, well, what? (laughs) Like you're cutting out so many amazing people that don't conform to this weird, very like limited idea in your head of what a 30-plus-year-old woman is, you know? I guess the dating pool is large and it is broad, so we do need to set some parameters in place to narrow it down. Otherwise, you're just flailing out at sea. What are some better parameters, do you think, to set that aren't age? after your experience with this? Yeah, look, this is the thing that I think's changed is pre-apps having the conversational little 
bubbles on their yeah. profiles, I think you had to because you knew nothing about a person besides their photos, right? So I remember playing around on like Tinder back in the day when it was literally just swiping people for hotness. There was really nothing to gauge anything else about them beyond that and maybe that little tiny like about you bio where sometimes people were really fun but most of the time people really didn't know how to use it and would just write things like I'm six foot two end (laughs) yeah or it would just be like willing to say we met at Coles oh my god dying over willing to say like remember that period where it was like willing to say we met through friends and it was like just own it Lean in on the yeah. dating apps. Don't pretend you're not on here. It's weirder. It makes it weirder. <laughs> but, yeah, I think now with that conversational bubble thing, you get a way better read of people. I do think in my very short stint of having my age at from 24 to 45 when I was trying to catch Paul Mezcal, I remember – seeing people where I was like, you seem funny and you seem like, and that your photos kind of show a bit more of a wholesome lifestyle. Like it's not just like you pouring goon down your throat shirtless with spray paint all over you at a festival, you know, like you've got a life going on that maybe aligns with mine. Like I know it gets all really weird and clinical, but like you want to go for people where you look at their stuff and you're going, Basically, I think the way we assess a dating profile is where, like, do you look like someone I would get along with or someone that I would want to fuck, depending on what you're trying to do? And I guess right now we're kind of talking about people you want to date, date, because when you just want to fuck someone, then you're going for the hottest person or, like, the funniest, sexiest person. And then usually that has a myriad of red flags. But who fucking cares? Because you're not going to get invested. You're just going to go have sex with them. And that's great. Right? I loved going for the toxic king for just a hot hookup (laughs) that was the best i fully encourage people to hook up with the toxic king as long as you do not read into anything beyond it being sex that's all you have to do but going back circling back um you know i think we're really assessing it to see if their lifestyle would match up with ours if we would think they were funny blah 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 like that's what's going through our heads So you're just still doing that, but with somebody who's younger and you'll be able to see from a mile away someone who is just like down to party, not looking for anything serious for the most part, in the same way that for the most part, you can read the down to party, not looking for anything serious, 30 something year olds. And then you're always going to have, you know, the outlier who presents themselves in a certain way and you think they're going to be like cool to like date and then you go on a date and they're not they're just casual whatever but that happens with everybody like when we think about it how many fucking dates have you been on with like a 38 year old dude who you know works in finance and then you go out with him and he's like yeah the bros like still broing it up over here yachts every weekend fucking i don't know what else to ever dated this guy no I mean, no. Is this, you're describing jordan bell like, i know watching the wall from wall street like you're getting what? mad and you're dating like this is me in paddington like at the light brigade not i remember that guy <laughs> Oh, God. But, yeah, you know, like, don't you think that we assume that we're going to just get hit with a barrage of fuckboys if they're under a certain age? But it's really down to, like, the fa- like we just forget that we meet that many fuckboys 
in the age, age. bracket that we want to hit. So why are we fucking getting hung up on it? I just think it's dumb. Yeah, and that as well, I guess, it's one of those things, suck it and see. You're never going to know until you give it a whirl. Like, what's the harm (laughs) of just Suck it and see? Yeah, like, what's the harm of just putting your age down and having a little swiperoo? Suck it and see is a vibe. That works on so many levels. (laughs) You cannot tell me that you haven't. I like, I used to change my profile and I know this is unconscionable and it's not right. But anyway, I used to change my profile to looking for women so I could see other women's profiles, Mm -hmm. even though, of course, they would be gay women or bi women looking for other women. I still just wanted to see what other women were giving the energy. Yeah, totally. I I think that's fine as long as you're not like then pretending to be like going on dates with women and then like starting convos and then just like ghosting them. Fuck it. You're just another profile. That's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But yeah, totally. I've always wanted to like you know, see what other women were putting out there for sure. And I think, um, yeah, what you find is that you'll, you see so many other women of your age who look so fucking cool and, and great. And then you just think of how many people who date women have limited their age so far that they're missing all of these people. I just think like assuming that we know somebody's, stage of life is a thing that we need to be in in dating 2021 like we're all out here looking the pool feels very shallow and muddy <laughs> so make yeah. your pool bigger like i think that's the thing we're all like oh there's no one to date uh, uh, uh. but it's like who have you been missing like maybe you go i could not date a guy more than five years older than me or a person five years older than me you know what's gonna be the harm in opening that up to 10 years older and just having a look and just seeing what's out there and maybe you'll see some people that you're interested in and you'll swipe and you know but actually Ash, i was gonna say because i'm coming at it mm. from the younger perspective but you went 15 years older yes so what's that vibe I used to have my dating app super old yeah not because I was necessarily looking for an older guy just because I was open to it I was like oh I I can sort of get on with anyone but yes dating someone a lot older is tricky because a lot of men that are a lot older than you are essentially like man babies so that is another tricky vibe to navigate that I never really going on dates with older guys ever found anyone who was trying to like settle down or like they were mainly just looking for like hot chicks to party with essentially for their second wind post-divorce or maybe never been divorced or never had a solid partner or kids. So, I mean, it was fun. Yeah. But in saying that, it didn't last. Yeah. Yeah. So like it lasted for a few months and I was always like, you know, a puppy dog, like, you know, hanging at his every word. And he was quite like, "Mm, just not really like, "Mm, what would you say? Like, just not really as into me as I assumed someone older than me would be into me. Because there's this, you know, this feeling that you're like, I'm young, you should be like chasing me. And then when they're not, you're like, oh, and then suddenly you're getting that little bit more interested. And, you know, so many friends would say like, what is up with this? Like, this is not a good match. You yeah, and you end up becoming, yeah, the chasing person, like the chaser. Yeah. That's so not yeah. a vibe. Like not becomes that vibe. thing where it's like you're chasing the like, you know, soft four. <laughs> I was chasing a soft four who was 15 years older than me. And now when I look back, I'm like, 
was literally could have been my father from a visual standpoint. Like mm. you look, it wasn't great. I mean, sure, if you if you're dating someone who looks like Brad Pitt and 15 years older, but yes, it's not about looks for me. I we've I've spoken about this extensively on this podcast. I'm into a funny guy. Yes, I like funny, and they yep, can be same. a soft four, even though currently yeah, dating a solid boys. eight. I think when we talk about soft fours or soft fives, which is soft five or soft four out of ten, I think I really think of that not just from a looks perspective. That's just like a general attractiveness perspective. Like if you're a dick and you're like super unavailable and giving me nothing, that you could be the hottest person in the world. You're still a soft four because totally. it's you're a actually just giving me four. shit. It's a package soft four. It's like what are you giving yeah. me? Like what am I chasing here? Am I chasing like somebody who is phenomenal and I can't believe I'm letting them get away not usually you're usually chasing someone who does not deserve that attention does not deserve no. that much airtime in your brain and that no. is what I'm talking about and I think we need to yeah we sh- it's good that we clarified that because I don't want people thinking we're judging about looks because I actually don't give a fuck about that stuff and I've really I don't think I ever have and I think we get really hung up on things like that and I actually would hedge bets that most people really go for the package um, in especially in 2021, I feel like maybe in the 80s when it was like that weird yuppie period and everyone was like obsessed with like looking hot and like having not one hair on their body, you know, maybe then people were obsessed with just looks. But I feel these days like it's rare that I meet someone who's talking about someone that they've met that's amazing and, and intros it with they're so hot. It's usually like they're so funny or they're so smart or they're so interesting or they've led this interesting life or we just talked for ages and, you know, definitely a package deal thing. Big time. It's got to be a happy meal. All yeah. the chips and the little chicken nuggets and the sweet and sour sauce, all the bits need to Not be in pasta. that cute little no. Not the pasta. The pa- a pasta makes What's you a soft pa- five. If you have the pasta in your happy meal, that's a soft five. What's the pasta? A pasta? The, it's the healthy one that they invented for like mums who were like, I don't want my children constantly eating hamburgers. My mom let me eat hamburgers all the time, which is well, hilarious. It turned out all right. She turned out to be very, very healthy these days. And sometimes I like to remind her how often we went to Macca's. But anyway, um, yeah, they made this Happy Meal that's like these weird animal shaped pastas. I don't know if it's available anymore, but it was pasta and apple slices and a water. That Those is kids a soft bullied of dating in a happy meal. Totally. <laughs> that is not it. Guys, that's that not, not it. it. <laughs> Nothing oh. like kids kids aren't dumb. Like it's not like you can just give them the box, the happy meal box with just like pasta in it and they're gonna be like, fuck yeah, I'm at Macca's. That's just like, Mum, why didn't we just eat this at home? Yeah, that's child abuse. <laughs> but you know what? I think either way you go. Yep. It can be fucked or it can be good. But what it is is, like, I, I want to encourage everyone listening to this to just sit down and go, why is my age restriction X to X? Like, why do I only want to date younger people or only want to date older people or only want to date people within a couple of years around my age? And would my dating experience get more interesting and more like just more fun if I just opened it up a bit or like just gave things a shot. Like I'm so happy that I obviously went on just a rogue date with Tom because now we're together, we're living together. I love him. It's amazing. It's the best relationship I've ever been in and I would never have picked it. And so I think that kind of, that would be my encouragement would be just to, it's not about like going, oh, I'm like 
I have to go out with a guy who's 15 years older than me if I extend my age. You're just opening up who you're seeing. And obviously, you don't want this like giant muddy pool of people. But I do think sometimes we're like playing in this one little muddy patch of a bigger lake and we're not looking at what's out there. And there's like actually some really nice blue waters out there, guys. So go get in them. Totally. As homework. Just extend your age, cut the years yeah. either side. Just yeah. ex- extend the bracket a couple of years either game. side. It's a little game. Have a little look. You'd, I mean, we're not saying that you need to go on any dates with anyone, but just, I don't know, check the bands, see the pics, have a little, a little look. Have a little look. What else are little, we fucking doing? Gander. What are we doing? Nothing. Exactly. Have a little gander. Nothing. That's Honestly, great. Honestly, if I was on the apps, I would have extended my age at this point to like 22 to 55 just for entertainment purposes just for the you know? daddies yeah oh you could find a daddy imagine if you found mm-hmm. like a really hot daddy do you know what i mean or imagine if you found like a total babe who was like 38 and you just imagine just imagine. open yourself up to the possibility of the universe presenting this to you and it working out and then you guys riding off onto the sunset on a couple of treadleys could yeah. be nice. And then come and tell Could us if nice. you have a successful date outside yes. of your age brackets or if you did or have or if you date somebody who's much older or much younger than you um, and you've had we a good hear. experience. Bad, we'll, we take anything, guys. I, we'll just take anything. Yeah. Come and tell us we about like all the experiences. We don't care. <laughs> in the Facebook group, Jeans and a Nice Top yes. Podcast, great little community. Come and join us or on the Instagram. Jeans and a Nice Top underscore pod. Did remember. True. Yeah, come follow along for the memes, maybe for the yarns. But yep. we want to see you guys there. And otherwise, we will speak to you wherever you get your podcasts. Same next time week. next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.